Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Boys, presented by Shitpost. I'm joined, as always, by Kyle, JV, and CJ. Kyle, I know you are under the weather right now. This is going to be your uh, MJ flu game. And uh, yes, sir. in the script, we have to say something nice about one another. So I'm going to start with you. I like your hair. Oh, thanks. Jesus. You're welcome. Thank you. Fucking sack of shit. Wait, well, what do you mean? It's in the script. That wasn't very nice, Christian. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Oh, well, fucking find something else. Say it. <laughs> it, 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 it could be anything. I grew it myself. It shows. It, it, it's like a nice, it's like a well-maintained lawn. If that was Hank Hill's lawn, he would be ecstatic. He'd just be doing one of these. Think, thumbs in the belt loops, looking out at the lawn. Yep. <laughs> with a beer in the hand. Alamo, of course. Wrangler <laughs> jeans, just fucking hugging those glutes real tight. CJ, say something nice about Kyle. Um, going be tough for him. Yeah, this is a fucking hard one. <laughs> um, hey, I, I appreciate you uh, chipping in for that fucking Tiger Woods game. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to do that. He gave me gave me an early Christmas slash birthday present, and uh, just fucking bought me PGA twenty three. So that you was nice. Babe. Had to, babe. Had to. <laughs> just I'm just gonna turn into Sal Volcano. Just start calling everybody babe. I love it. <laughs> I'll say something nice about JB too. JB, I know that you've been on a hot street gambling. I know last week you kind of tapered off a little bit. I know you got a lot on your plate here. But um, I'm dead even in the month of October, and Mr. October is about ready to pop off, and you can suck my ass. I'm coming for that ass this week, 4-0 no sweep across the board. Damn. But I will, I will acknowledge, my nice thing is I will acknowledge you were on a streak, um, and you may, you may have been right about Tua. Because <laughs> That's the, the most fucking... backhanded compliment yeah, I've ever really had. Was. You're like, hey, Kyle. You were hot, but I'm about to take over, bud. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah you, you were. Love the hair, bud. Hey, JB, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dynamic we're working with this week, boys. It's fucking uh, the fall season is here. Spooky season is here. And basketball is here. Uh, uh, East, a house divided right now over on the East Coast because JB's Heat is taking on Kyle's Bulls. And it's fucking live right now, boys. What's going on? You guys got any props on the game? Uh, what, what are you thinking? He's got some props on the game. Uh, they're doing the intros right now. So we're going to okay. we're probably about five minutes out from tip off. Sweet. Oh, we can fucking we can fill some dead air here. Um, uh, JB, let's hear your props real quick. Yeah, so I've got a few. One of them is just a parlay, and part of it is the Heat money line, um, which that one's a pretty – not to talk shit, that one's a pretty safe bet, so hopefully it pays <laughs> off. Then I've got a few scoring props. I forget what all I've got without it. It's not loading right now, but – Picture. Uh, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, you over here just slamming a taco right now? It's a chicken wrap. It's a little little chicken and honey mustard. But nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I'll say something nice about Jake. Jake is the best co-worker that I've ever had. Hey. Hey, I, I can't deny that because <laughs> earlier, when like we, up, earlier when I threw up, he was like, hey, you okay, bud? But I said that, which meant. Okay, somebody heard me throwing up. I can leave work now. <laughs> <laughs> me and Jake had a very methodical system for two years. Like, yeah. we we would not talk to each other for the first four hours of our shift. And then we would just slowly listen to a podcast, and then we would get into sports. And I mean, it was, I, usually, I usually don't say a fucking word to him until noon. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I like, like you till noon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like eight thirty, nine o'clock would roll around when we're working like four, four fifteen to one in the afternoon. So we neither of us fucking liked anyone at that point. <laughs> About nine o'clock is when good new fucking scenarios too. started coming out. Like if we were a woman, how we would take over the world, right? It would, dude. I'm telling <laughs> you, it would take me a, a maximum of ten years. Maximum of ten. I don't think it'd even take that long. Ten days. I I would fuck my way to the top. <laughs> it's not even a question. How to get to the top in ten days? You, listen, no, no, no. You you start. It's tiered, right? You start with like the manager of a store, and then you work your way up to like <laughs> you a start dentist. as the manager. You, no, 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 no. You just fuck your way up. You you fuck <laughs> the store manager, then you fuck a dentist, then you fuck a doctor, then you fuck a lawyer, then you fuck a senator, then you fuck a congressman, then you fuck the vice president, then you're the president. Is that how it works? That nope. Okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear a single lie or an accuracy in that whole entire spiel. That's how that's how society works. That's exactly. I'll say uh Jake's a Jake's a good roommate. That's my that's my that's my Jake thing. Uh oh. Christian, um, I'm gonna come back to you. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you're you are one of the most fun people to play golf with. Thank you. I t- I take a lot of pride in that. I said beach. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you beach. said Christian. You're uh, one thanks. of the most fun people. Uh, CJ, um, you're a good friend. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Now, we're, just, uh, we're all fucking we're all fucking hugs and cuddles over here this week, guys. My question is, who came up with this? Us giving each other some compliments to start. The is show it because off? we're always so mean to each other? <laughs> yes, you guys are a bunch of fucking turds, and I, I'm I'm tired of it. We're we're getting we're raining the boys back in here on the good vibes. I mean, I'm still gonna fucking we're still gonna berate each other and tear each other down because that's what okay, guys good. do. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, gonna say, like the next hour and twenty minutes is just me shitting all over <laughs> every one of you. So just the roast fest. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of, we're kind of peeling the curtain back here, you know. I mean, we're getting we're letting people know that we have a sensitive side. Like we're gonna, we do, yeah, we do all love each other. What people don't but, understand is getting weird is actually a front for our uh boy band that we're gonna be doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um now and to to switch things up a bit. Uh, JB did get to hear me uh, with a customer today while uh, it was right after I'd yacked. So I was like still just trying to get through some stuff so I could leave work and I got a call. So I picked it up and she's like, I have a charge on my account. Uh, I don't know what who this is, what, what this is. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, is this the number associated with the account? I go through the thing. And then she's like, I go, well, you wouldn't have gotten an email from us if uh, if you hadn't ordered something. That's what I said to her. I didn't say it that nice. I said, well, you wouldn't have gotten an email from us if you didn't order something. And she's like, what's Green Compass? And I go, we're a CBD company. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. But she had also said, oh, it wasn't an email. It was, it was a charge in my account. And I said... Well, same thing. You wouldn't have gotten charged from us if you didn't order something. I was just like not giving her any. I was just like, can we get through this conversation? And like I was a little shitty with her. And at the end, she's like, okay, thank you. And she was really happy with me, even though I was kind of a dick I to her. I would have told you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he heard me. I had my door open during the call. And he heard me. And he's just in his room fucking laughing. <laughs> After the call, I went over to his room. I go, Hey man, I think I'm taking off early today. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Uh, 
Yeah. Hot start for the Heat here. 10-4. Woof. Damn. Oh, fuck already. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fucking. Jesus Christ, what we doing this pop for like 10 minutes? I didn't like that. I didn't like that shot selection. I did tell you this was going to be a bad game. It's like fucking five minutes in. We're fine. Probably not even five minutes. No Levine tonight, so I don't want to use that as an excuse to lose the game, but it's going to be tougher for the Bulls to, I think, come out on top because he's easily our best all-around scorer. So there's about 25 points you're missing. So you really need Vucevic and Io to really show up tonight if they're going to even cover. <clears throat> What's the spread on that game? Eight. Yeah, minus eight. Uh, that's not bad. It was at like, what, five and a half before Levine was I out? I think it was five and a half to six. <laughs> <laughs> well, having your best player out will fucking do that to you. Uh, yeah. Well, he had off-season knee surgery, so they're just managing him out before he comes back so he doesn't push it too, too fast. Mm-hmm. This game in the grand scheme of things shouldn't matter that much, but it might, so – Weirder shit has happened while the boys are sweating that one off here. We're going to jump right into the week six recap. We're going to start off with everybody's favorite Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers playing some of the worst football I've seen a uh, professional team play and getting absolutely shithoused by the Jets, which we're going to cover some Jets information here later. But at least for one week, the Jets looked like maybe the best defense in the NFL, shutting down Aaron Rodgers at home. Aaron Jones couldn't do a fucking thing. Receivers were dropping balls left and right. Uh, it's just that they're still playing this team. This team still plays like they have Devontae Adams on the team, and they fucking don't. They have yeah. Devontae's leftovers, like a fucking a tuna salad sandwich you left in the team fridge for three years. They, they don't like, even have Randall. Yeah, they don't have Randall Cobb. Yeah. Cobb wasn't even fucking doing jack shit this fucking year. It's Randall Cobb. He's old as fuck. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying that they're they just people are just dropping left and right. And they don't have anything to fill it. Like they're they're playing, you know, first and second year guys that aren't that good. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm not sure. Like yeah, the Jets played a good game, but like was it that impressive? Yes, and it's not the first time the Jets have done that this year. That's what. No, no, I'm I'm saying was it like was Green Bay like that good of a win? No, because Green Bay is not very good. Green, no. Bay, Green Bay should have won that game. It, 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 it taking it in a vacuum with the Jets coming to Lambeau off of fucking Aaron Rodgers' loss in fucking London to another New York fucking sports team. This the line screamed, "Hey guys, Aaron Rodgers bounced back here." And it was what was the line again? I think it was, it was only seven points. But yeah. seven, se- Aaron Rodgers at home with seven points, it's like, well, fuck, they, you know, we we, we really want to fucking take J- the Jets here to fucking cover. But it, everybody, everybody but the Jets probably thought, oh fuck, the Green Bay is going to come out and fucking murder them. What was the fucking other way around? The Jets murdered the Packers. The Packers yeah. looked like shit in front of their home crowd. They could have been doing things from being worse, too. There was a, that pick six right at the beginning of the game that touched the ground yeah. like a centimeter. Yeah, I'm not even talking about just Aaron Rodgers. I mean, how many like, – didn't the Jets block like two or three punts? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was just a that, – that's a demoralizing – you let that happen at home in front of your fans. Your receivers can't catch anything besides fuck. They can't even catch goddamn cold. This team fucking stinks. This is this, this team is this team ain't it. The only successful pass that they have is that back shoulder falling down grab by Lazard. That's the only thing that's ever there. 
Telling you, they hit it like three times a game for like 20 yards, but you're not going to win the game only getting 80 yards of offense, you know, and you're not getting anything. There's no excuse for them not being able to run the ball when you've got those two guys. Yeah, that backfield's tough. And Robert Tanyan's their fucking best receiver right now, and he's a fucking tight end. Yeah. Um, I think that the Packers are a legitimately terrible team. Like, I don't think – I know that they beat the Bears by three scores, but I don't think they're a three score, three scores better than the Bears. Not right now. Oh fuck! No, I think, you would, you, I would think expe- you would expect Green Bay in this year to beat the Bears. You you would expect that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody I, expected the Jets to manhandle the Packers like they did. I expected no, I, the Jets to at least keep it close, maybe win. I didn't expect them to fucking beat the Bricks. Right. It's it's time to have a long take a long look at what the Jets have been doing too. Uh, they had the most players claimed out of uh, preseason. Um, They've had however many top 10 picks for a decade, basically. Um, They have a a really young team, but it's low-key stacked. They've they've been stacking their defense for the last six years. And I'm not even talking about their defense. I'm talking about their their offense. every pick this year. As Jake said literally today, Jake is or uh Brees is definitely that fucking guy. Absolutely. Uh Garrett Wilson is the best wide receiver out of the class. Um Michael Carter is still a really good running back back Yeah, up. it it kind of sucks for him that Brees is so good cuz he's yeah. good too. Yeah, cuz he you know, he with a on a bad team last year, he still almost got 700 scrimmage yards uh yeah. from the backfield. That's just rushing. So he's still a really good back, and they could trade him and probably get something for him. Uh, but uh, those two guys with Wilson, I think it really still feels like they're trying to figure out what Wilson is and can do. Like they're winning the games, but it's not because of Wilson. Um, it's because of the defense. It's a fucking sauce gardener. Yeah. The cheesehead. The, the, the king of Green Bay. Yeah, the, jet, <laughs> the Jets have the two rookie of the year front runners right now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think, but also Jets, Zach Zach Wilson's not losing games either. No, he's not. You know, he's going you out. And that, just, he's playing. You good. look at the uh, the Pittsburgh game. He kind of he did a lot to win that game against Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh's mm-hmm. not great right now, but still, you you can only play who you the situation that's in front of you. And he did really well in that game. But other than that, he he hasn't really done a whole lot to of note other than hand the ball off to Brees Hall. Um, I think they're going to be a team to watch uh, in the future and maybe this year. I told Jake I needed to see him, see what they can do in Lambeau. I was going to say, me and Kyle were arguing about this during that or right before that game, and I, I told him I was in on it. I said I, I said I said I'm not not in. I just have to see it. I have to see it in a really Lambeau. No, I don't give a fuck if the team is a two win team. It's a tough fucking place to play. Yeah. So the fact that they went in and mopped the fucking floor with Aaron Rodgers' dead corpse, um, it as a Bears fan, it was wonderful to see. Uh, as an underdog fan, it was amazing. Um, and I, I just think that the pa- the Packers are washed, and I'm keeping Lafleur in that conversation because he's made absolutely zero adjustments as a head coach after losing Devontae Adams. They haven't changed the game plan. They haven't changed the kind of offense they're running. They don't have a number one receiver, so you need to f- change your game plan to focus on your 
running game and they're just not doing it. So I'd also put him in that conversation. He needs to take a long look in the mirror and figure some shit out, or they're going to be looking at a six win season. So is it safe to say we're uh, America wants to know, are we crossing off the Packers here? Yeah. Cross them off boys. (laughs) They're fucking gone. Update your fucking notes. Green Bay is out. The jets are in. Speaking though of another New York sports franchise, the giants are on a fuck of a roll. They may not have the most talented team, but they have some great coaching with uh, Brian Dable, um, Wink Martindale, the defense coordinator who was the old defensive coordinator in Baltimore, which my moral lock hit last week, which was the Giants. The the Giants, are they for real? And are they a legitimate threat in the NFC East with Dallas and Philadelphia hanging out? Uh, a threat to win the division? No. A threat to make the playoffs? 150%. Mm. Brian Dable... Yeah. Like, for me, I've never been more happy with a coaching hire than Matt Eberflus just because of the way he's run the team. For me, number two, Brian Dable. Dude, he is such a good coach. He is such a good coach. He's a motivator. He's an offensive guru. And he just gets his guys ready to play. If you can get your team ready to play, whether you're a three-win team or a 16-win team, doesn't matter. If you can get your guys ready to play, they can play against anybody. That's what they're able to do. Every something single game that, they've been in. Yeah, something that they haven't had in a long time. I mean, if if ever, really, is just a great culture. Like, Dable, Dable has brought a ton of energy to that team. Yes. And it shows. Saquon's fucking eating. He's playing like a fucking man possessed. All the fucking way back in a contract you know. year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Daniel Jones is cooking pretty much. I mean, he's not losing games. Yep. He's not turning the ball over a ton. Um, uh, they look good. Yeah, I don't I think, think they're overperforming though. Still, I think I, I do too a little bit, but sure. but I also think that I mean, I, maybe you catch a fucking bolt of lightning in a jar here. You know, you never know. So, so what do we think? Is this like is this a nine win team or is this like a 10-11 win team? Because I I no, I, I don't, I don't even the say ladder. It. Yeah, huh? I, I don't even really say nine. I was about ready to say kind of what JB was saying, that they're overplaying. This is a team where you're waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah. Um, one one loss will derail this team. Daniel um, Jones because... is going to have a four-pick game, and it's going to fall apart. He hasn't had yeah. a lot of four-pick games. I'm just I've, – I've always been like this guy just because as a fantasy owner, I know what he brings to the table. He's going to give me one passing touchdown, maybe a rushing touchdown. About 200 to 215 yards of passing offense. 25 yards of rushing, maybe a turnover. He he'll he'll throw probably like a pick a game on average to over an 18 over a 17 game schedule. So he's never been a guy that really like throws the ball in bad spots. Like he makes bad throws, but he doesn't force balls into tight spots and cause turnovers, which is a really good thing because they don't have a number one wide receiver right now. That's, yeah. that's also what I want to get out there. You can only ride coaching with Saquon so fucking far. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I was actually just about to pull up their schedule because I wanted to see how weak it was. Because if they have a weak schedule, I can easily see them win 10 or 11 games. Uh, yeah, I don't have their schedule handy. Um, well, I mean, they've got they've got at least one more against uh, uh, Dallas. They've, or they've got two against – no, one against Dallas. They've got uh, one against Phil or two against Philadelphia, one against. I can see those all being losses. 
three. Yeah, I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, like, do, do the Cowboys come out and just come out firing with Dak when he comes yeah. back? Like, it, they they're not going to win that division because I think Philly's going to win that division. But I mean, they like Kyle said, I, they can make the playoffs. Oh man, very very easily. They've still Yo. got two against the Commies. They've got a baby shit schedule coming up. Yeah. yeah. They're at Seattle. They're uh, home against the Texans, home against the Lions, uh, on the road against Cowboys, Commanders at home, uh, Eagles have to go to Giants. Uh, command. They play at Commanders, at Vikings, then the Colts come to town, and then they go to the Eagles here. That is a kick schedule. Yeah, yeah so besides, besides the Eagles matchup, and probably going to Jerry World with Dak being back. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they could beat the Commanders both times. I think they have a shot to be – I mean, I think they're going to beat the Texans, no problem. Um, Seattle might be tricky. They've got Jacksonville this week, right? Jacksonville yeah. this week. It's kind they of a toss-up for me, games. but it, they could win nine, ten games. I'm, I mean – That's what I was That's what I was thinking. I was thinking they didn't have a super tough schedule. Yeah. Uh, if if they can win those games that they should win, Colts, Commies twice, um, they can be in the games with Philly and Dallas. I think they got a chance to win a bunch of fucking football games. Yeah. Um, but and I also like for Dylan, you said one one loss was going to derail them. Mm-hmm. I I kind of agree with that, but I I also kind of don't just because of what Dable was brought to that team. Yeah, like they're they're not they're not the fucking Tom Coughlin, you know, later years, you know, where they no. they're winning four games a year. They're like mentally <clears throat> strong right now. It's yeah, feels whatever like. he's done to that locker room, I I think can can withstand a couple losses. Now, that being said, does getting blown out by the Cowboys or getting a forty spot hung on you by the Eagles, like that could very well derail them. But if they're in those games and they're competitive, I think that it just keeps on kind of rolling, you know. I mean, if they lose to Houston at home, all of their season's yeah. over. Yeah, that's yeah. Why, that's what I, I'm getting I, yeah. at here. If you lose to a division yeah. rival, no. But if you lose to the Texans at home, you kind of pull the veil off the team. Like, fuck yeah. their yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that, yeah. They they have to win those games. They, those games yes. that are like – they can't trip in those games. Um, so – really got to let the schedule play out because right now we're playing their the rest of their schedule on pay, out on paper we got to see how this stuff kind of rolls out but like yeah. i really do see this team potentially i think they have the potential to win 10 maybe 11 games if they push so um we'll, we'll just have to see um but i like what the i like the giants man i actually enjoyed giants, watching from the jets yeah poor jets yeah, <laughs> yeah the man jets better team of the two yeah, I mean, think think about all the teams that we thought we would be crossing off after five weeks. The Jets would have been on there. The Giants would have been on there. Well, those uh, teams Jackson... weren't even on the on the board. No, they I know. Were, they weren't I even know. on the big board. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But like all the all those teams, Jacksonville probably would have been off there. I, I mean, I don't think the Jacksonville is going to do a ton. Um, but they're competitive in games. I think they can win that division the, still. I, I don't think it's yeah. Team. Right now, I think it's their division to lose. Uh, I mean, what are they? Three and three? No, they're only two and four right now. Yeah, so I mean, they've they've got to go on a bit of a run here, but I mean, but they really yeah, just have to I win mean, the division games. <laughs> it's well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, think about all the, all the teams that we really thought would be bad this year that aren't. 
Yeah. And think about the Whether, teams that we thought would be good this year that are bad. Yeah, I would say fucking the Broncos, the fucking Raiders. Chargers. Chargers. I mean, shit, man. Uh, I, never, the, I, I, I never said the Chargers were going to fuck No, COVID. I never I've said been, either, but Every, every year I say the Chargers are going to be good and they stink. I'm not buying it. Hey, you know what they didn't do is fuck me last week. They covered <laughs> they tried. in the they last tried. fucking second. And that's they why tried. I bought two points. Hey, they tried their asses off to fucking choke out that game. Great segue back into the Broncos here for our third segment on the recap here. We have suffered through four Broncos primetime games in six weeks. We have one more to go. We have one more to go. Broncos and Chiefs, Sunday night football, week 14. This Broncos team, this is a problem. (sighs) Because I I thought Russell was going to – I thought Russell was going to cook. Everybody he, had, he he has better in theory, better weapons around him. You know he's got he's got a Tyler Lockett replacement and a Cortland Sutton and then, and then some. He's got a big body receiver like Jerry Judy. He's got fucking a tight that that fucking rookie tight end that just started the college touchdown on Monday. He's yeah. got him. Uh, you thought you had fucking Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon pounding the ball. This team fucking stinks. And if I if I'm the NFL, I probably would. have after the week three game against Niners, been like, no, 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 you fuckers are getting flexed. Flex, yeah, flexing and there's shit. There's no more of this. They don't deserve to have it. New England doesn't have shit for primetime games. We have two this year, one coming up on Monday against the Bears, which we'll get to. But there's a reason, <laughs> there's a reason for that. When Tom Brady was there, the Patriots had six primetime games a year. It was great for me. We're not on right now because we were, if we're playing a primetime game against the Chiefs or the Bills or the Ravens, we're getting our fucking doors blown off. So Denver is obviously not the team that we thought they were going to be, the media thought they were going to be, and all the pundits and the NFL league executives thought they were going to be, and the TV execs. Fucks them the fuck off. They don't deserve to be on there. They've, they've had five, one, two, three. They've had four primetime games this year in six fucking weeks. It's absurd. Russell sucks right now. That team's a mess. I'm, I'm chalking this up to mental illness. That dude has lost his fucking mind. Me and Kyle have been talking about Russ – and him being a potential system quarterback. Oh, yeah, we talked shit. about it last nah. week, didn't we? We talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Did we? Yeah, briefly. Yeah. We've been yeah, talking about I mean, I don't, it, but I don't, I don't I think he's a system quarterback. I don't think you're far off base there. I mean, with I'll, I'll give a little bit to coaching. I'll give a little bit to – I don't know what he's doing. I think like, he's just in his fucking head about his contract too right it's, now. It's that. It's whatever he's doing off the field trying to create this fucking personality that no one fucking likes. Um, it's just – like, just focus on fucking football, man. Just play the game. Like, yeah. He, uh... he, he needs to just stop thinking. Like, he's at his best when he's running outside the pocket and making throws. Do that. When you did it, you dropped a 40-yard touchdown on Thursday. Or on Monday. He's whenever the, the best, fuck I played. Monday. He's he's the best deep ball thrower, but they don't fucking throw deep ball. Exactly. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's a little bit, like I said, it's a little bit of coaching, a little it's bit of, a little in bit his coach. head. <laughs> it, but it's a lot of things all combined into one, and it is he just looks like fucking shit. I think Denver has the worst coaching staff in the NFL. Um, I'd agree with that. And I do think, I think it's half and half. I think it's half coaching, half Russ. Mm-hmm. Um, losing Javante fucking craters that team. Uh, they were before that, though. It doesn't matter. Like, he, 
now they're fucking running out like seventh round. I almost said eighth round rookies. <laughs> fucking Mike Boone. Mike Boone. He didn't even play. And he didn't even play. But he, like, he played. Yeah, he played like, late, like seven late, snaps. Late, late draft pick rookies are now starting at running back for that team. I don't know why they even. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 literally they literally went. Hey, uh, hey, Melvin, this is your team now. Just kidding. We're gonna go sign a thirty-five-year-old running back who's just who's good. good. Yeah, so good. Over reliable. (laughs) He gets you a touchdown and seventy, eighty yards a game. That's all you need. I had to pick him up on waivers this week. I just love that all three of us are out on three of the four teams in the West. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it ain't great. All four of us. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, four. I just saw three windows and I'm high, okay? <laughs> you can pretty much pencil in Kansas City Buffalo for your AFC title game. Yeah. I, the the, See, the Raiders the aren't thing. there. Like, the Jaguars I, ain't anywhere close. There's no other team in the AFC. The Ravens aren't it. They should have – once again, the Ravens should have beat the Giants. They're the, they're the more talented team. Lamar this, Lamar that. They're, these Buffalo wins the games they're supposed to win. Kansas City. They've almost lost a couple though. They, they've almost, but but they still they still won. You right. Know what I mean? Even though it's fucking tight, they closed out. Yeah, uh, it Kansas City the for the most part. The year. Yeah. Kansas City for the most part wins. Like Kansas City's not going to lose. Now I say that they might. Like Kansas City's not going to lose to <laughs> Houston. If Davis Mills comes to town, the incredible neck with the corpse of Brandon Cook. <laughs> and, they did lose to the Colts though. Which yeah. is close. There's also another thing, too. There's a shit ton of parody in the league this year, which is exactly what the league wanted. They didn't want teams to be dumpster fires. You know, it's it's re- like we, there's probably three teams that we can't instantly say are just horrendous right now, and that's Denver, Houston. Carolina. Carolina. I'm sorry, but Andre Drummond just took a fucking three-pointer. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? We were watching him shoot those in warm-ups. Yeah, he was shooting them in warm-ups. I'm like, what the hell are you doing out there? Get back on. You go shag balls for the shooters, okay? What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. 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 Oh, that works. That Sorry. works. Yeah, we can get off that shit for, for a minute. We are moving on into our week seven picks. Here comes money. Here comes money. First game, we're starting off here talking about the Jets and Denver. Our last couple of topics, we're going to go right into it here. The New York Jets will be traveling to what was once called Mile High Stadium. What's it called now? Was it like it was Sports Dog Authority shit. Field? And now it's like yeah, uh, I let Future bang my fucking wife before I got with her field. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this Sierra and Future. I mean, Future Mockingham's getting his head. I don't fucking know the New York Jets. Our uh, plus one underdogs over under is only 38 points. And the money line's dead even each way. Vegas does not know how to compute this game right now. I don't think I know how to compete this game. I am definitely no. going first. Eeny, meeny, miny, CJ, go first. All right. Well, part of me wanted to take the over because it's so low. Or the part, sorry, excuse me. Wrong game. Part of me wanted to take the under, but. I just the I can just see the Jets putting up like fucking 24 points against them. So I'm gonna stay away from that. I think I'm just gonna take the Jets money line. Um teams coming off games at Lambeau uh in the last what like 20 years, they're 89 and 60, 89, 65, and three against the spread, which is 57%, 58%. Um and the Jets are three and zero against the spread this year, um, coming off a win. So, I 
and and to my point last week, the Broncos are bad. Like I, I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna fix in six days, five days that's gonna make a difference in this game with the way that the Jets defense is playing and their offense is kind of rolling here. So it, it doesn't seem like it's that hard of a pick for me. Jets money line for CJ Kyle. What say you? Well, I think it's all about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And honestly, right now at plus one, the Jets is at minus 110. So honestly, take the money line or take the fucking point. Because Dude, I, I, almost, I almost bought like three points. Jets, Jets minus three. Um, but we're not doing that on this both, section. So Both plays are at minus 110. So I think I'll just take the money line. Yeah. I think it's the best bet. I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a world in which the Jets lose this game, um, because to my knowledge, Denver still hasn't even scored twenty points in the game. Is that correct? No. Yeah, they haven't. So I, no, it's just not happening for me. So I'm, I'm in on Jets money line minus one ten. Give me, give me under. Love it. Give me the under here. I think I think this is a dumpster fire of a game. Uh, yeah. we're, ta- we're talking about <laughs> waiting for the shoe to drop here. This is the immovable force or the irresistible force versus the immovable object, except it's the shit object that is the Broncos. It's, it's, this game is a conundrum because you got the Broncos at home and they're so fucking terrible, and the Jets coming in riding high off that game against Lambeau and CJ's stat about them being fucking great against the spread coming off fucking playing the Lambeau here. This game screams 16, 10. I, I don't, I can't, I can't see either team scoring more than fucking 14 points. I really can't. I think this could be 2013, 16, 10. I'll take the under. I, I'm not even going to watch this game. I won't even look at the updates. I'm just going to take the under and close my eyes. Yeah. I've, I've got it at 19, 10 jets. So a lot of field goals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're making any props, take the over on kickers points this week for that, that game. That and Brees Hall. Yeah. Right. Brees Hall over whatever. <laughs> JB, let's hear it. This was one of the harder ones for me to pick this week. And it's weird because initially I was even telling Kyle about it before I picked what we were going to bet. And I was like, this is the easiest bet on the fucking board. Jets all day. But then all day I was thinking about it. And I kept psyching myself out. I was like, <laughs> Denver has looked so fucking bad. They've lost three games in a row. They just look like one of the worst teams in the NFL, if not the worst. But this screams a fucking trap game to me. Everybody's in on the Jets, real hyped up on them. Everybody's out on Denver. It's in Denver. But for good reason. <clears throat> huh? Yeah, for, and good, for good reason, though. For absolutely for good reason. <laughs> yeah, for good reason. Just That's why this game, game to me. This game fucking stinks. But I'm going to take the Jets' money line still. <laughs> I was going to say. Very close to taking Denver money line, though. I'm not going to lie. Everybody said they said the same thing about on Monday, too. Oh, this this is the game that Russ comes out and cooks. And for the first drive or the first, the first quarter, quarter, it was exactly what everybody thought. Oh shit, here he comes. And then it just fucking died. But like what what the fuck happened? So like did did, did uh fucking Staley just adjust over on the Chargers side and then fucking Hackett was just like, Oh fuck, what'd they do? That means I have to adjust too. And he, he just t- didn't. 
Like, yeah. it's so fucking it's, fucked. It's like he looks at his clipboard and he's just like, well, this worked 10 minutes ago. Let's do it again. Like, no. You it's, have to adjust to what the other team does, and he's just fumble fucking around. The whole entire rest <coughs> of that game, the first down was a three-yard run. The next one was an incomplete pass to Jerry Judy. Then the third one was a deep bomb that sailed over Cortland Sutton's head by 50 yards. And that was the rest of the fucking game. I, that, that, when I saw JB pick this fucking game, I rolled my fucking eyes. I about quit the show. This game sucks. <laughs> Just not fucking great. Moving on to something that's hopefully going to be a lot better. The Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> coming off a loss at home against Buffalo will be traveling to the San Francisco 49ers. Line right now is San Francisco is home dogs. Two and a half points over under is 48 and a half. The Niners are at plus 120 on the money line. I will start with Kyle for this one here. Who do you got between old fucking Patty or a handsome Jimmy here? Well, give us the angle. Um, What's the points at? What's the. Two um, okay. Um, two and a half Niners dogs. Niners plus two and a half. I love it. I fucking love you and I love the pick. I just – I don't think I need to analyze it. I, I think that ever since Jimmy's become their quarterback, this team has looked a lot better. Um, shut up, CJ. Don't I don't want to hear it. I th- I just think it's true. I wasn't going to say anything. It's absolutely that true. First game, they lost to the fucking Broncos. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> other than that first game where he looked real bad, I, I think he's made the right plays. He's he's played terrific. I think Kittle looks pretty good. Um and I, I think it's going to take him a little while to be Kittle again, coming off of those shoulder injuries. Um, so I'm looking at him to like make a big impact for this team um, midway through the year. But Devo has been fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and that defense, even without Bosa, Bosa has been banged up. That defense has looked really good. So I don't like Kansas city against good defenses. Um, uh, I think Kansas city really thrives against teams that they can keep the other team's defense on the field. And they're not going to be able to do that against this team. I just don't see it. So I'm going to take Niners. I think it's uh, also, as we've said all year on the show, road dogs. Uh, actually he's their home dogs. Home so dog. even better, even better. In, in, in this case, betting goes there. home uh, dogs aren't what you want typically, but in this game, I think it's the right pick. Um, because the only offense that they really have is Kelsey and it's worked so far, but it's not going to work in every game. Um, th- those receivers that they brought in haven't done shit. Uh, Juju finally had a good game last week. Well, wow. yeah, but it was, it was all on one touchdown. Right. Yeah. So I just don't think Juju has shown that he can be a top receiver over these past three years. So uh, this was going to – if you can't look like a good receive, uh, top receiver with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, I, I don't know what to tell you. So <laughs> I just don't <laughs> – I don't know what to say. And also, Kansas City's defense is terrible. They're so bad. Uh, they're better than people give them credit for. They that played a lot better last week. Huh? They played a lot better last week. Yeah. Better than let's, uh, I'll go. Um, yeah, let's swing I'm taking over to you. I'm taking the Chiefs minus two and a half. Um, I don't think there's any way in hell Pat's losing two games in a row. The Niners, 
one of the more inconsistent teams in the league this year. Um, they've lost to some dog shit teams, the Bears, uh, the Broncos. <coughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I just don't see Mahomes losing two in a row here. And it's a they got to win by a field goal. I'm taking that all day. I love it. I am also going Kansas City two and a half. I know I told Kyle I love his pick. It's because I want to pick them two and a half because everything you said. Everything you said. I think I, everything you said tells me to do it. I'm going to fade myself here. I'm in Mr. October mode. I, JB said Patrick Mahomes losing two in a row, and I went, hmm. Yeah. That more. Yeah, that's so a tough I was one. I was already looking at Kansas City two and a half. I had Kansas City two and a half wrote down my sheet. I've not already crossed it off. Those I went, well, fuck you, Niners, Debo, and Ayuk and Kittle. I don't think it's going to matter here. I think this is going to be the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense has to come up here. There's a lot of weapons cover on that Niners team. I, everybody knows I love Jimmy Garoppolo, but give me Kansas City and a bounce back here. Yeah, I've got uh, a Kansas City money line. What is this, uh, a three-on-one handicap match? Pretty much. Um, Whatever. I, don't, I got the balls to take shots. I don't care. That's fine. I don't hate I'm your pick. I, I agree with what you said. I just – Patrick Mahomes losing two games in a row, playing the Niners is a problem for me. If – I don't I'm almost talking my fucking self out of it, but – I, I don't like the spread. Teams that play Buffalo are 15 and 23 against the spread uh, since, like, 2020. Uh, Mahomes is not good against the spread when he loses. But I don't think there's a world where that defense plays like they did against Buffalo. Kept it under 54 points total. Um, he's just not going to lose two games in a row. That's pretty much all you need to really focus on. That's all the hard-hitting analysis we have there. Shout-out for the stats. Moving on to our Monday night matchup. JB and Kyle Chicago Bears will travel to New England to face my Patriots. Maybe Mac Jones. Maybe more Bailey Zappi. Don't care. I actually hope it's Zappi. I'm having a lot of tough fun with the Zappi train right now. The Bears, Road Dogs, obviously. Bears are plus eight. Over-under is 40 points. Bears' money line is plus 300. So if you think the Bears are going to come into New England and shock the world, plus 300 is probably the value play of the week. I'm going to let the East Coast boys start off here. Mind if I start her off? Okay, so it's been an interesting few weeks for both of these teams. Um, Bill Belichick unlocked the offense, and the, the secret is just give the ball to Raw. Just, just give him the rock and let him cook. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Bears, they still look like shit. So, um, <laughs> I think the smartest play this week is uh, New England minus eight. With that being said, I'm taking under 40 points. Okay. Right, let me cross that off. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I should have let you think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, both both defenses are not giving up a lot of points. Uh, I know that the Bears just played the commies. They still only gave up 12 points to a professional football team in a loss. Um, <clears throat> I don't need them to lose, or I don't need them to win. I just need them to, you know, stop scoring, which I think is, there's going to be a lot of that. You know, 
both of these teams can prevent points and you're just going to, I think you're going to see a shit ton of runs in this game for, by both teams. I think both Herbert and um, Monty are going to eat. I think Rod's going to eat. I don't think you're going to see a lot of highlight plays on offense in terms of passing. It's going to be a gross gritty game in new England. And I do think the new England wins and probably covers those eight points, but I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. <clears throat> I don't hate it. Um, so I do like that Mac is actually going to be potentially healthy, and I like that they're not. Do they know who's starting 100% yet? I read a report that Mac Jones is 85 90% healthy. I'm not quite sure what that means. And to, okay. to basically decode Belichick speak, uh, <laughs> you can't. We, the, the, <laughs> we don't, he, he's not going to tell anybody who's starting here. I feel like that this is a soft enough matchup that Bailey Zappi is going to start no matter what. I assume I can, I can hear late Sunday afternoon Mac Jones will be active. I would be happy if Mac Jones started because that would just – I feel like that's just such a stupid decision to make yeah. on the role that they're on. Yeah. And then you bring Mac back who wasn't even good before. But So I hope that Mac plays. It's not – and honestly, it's not even like, oh – uh, Mac's been shitty and Zappy's been brilliant. Let's keep going with Zappy. It's like, why would you push Mac Jones to come back mm-hmm. against the Bears? Yeah, when <laughs> when Zappy's been super effective, like that's come. That's yeah. I, for me. I think there's like a ten percent chance that Mac Jones starts because he shouldn't. Yeah. Don't don't oh. play him in this game. Don't don't risk one of the Bears' good defenders fucking cracking him. And yeah, if they're if they're playing if they're playing fucking Kansas City at home, I maybe think about bringing him back, but. No, he's not there's no need to. There's no need to here. Well, I th- I think if, if he's healthy, you have to activate him because in the AFC, oh, we, we can't lose games. So if he's healthy, he's activated, but he's not playing. Right. Zappy, yeah. Zappy's in. Yeah. If Zappy gets fucking hurt, then we got to throw Mac in because we drop a game right now. I mean, the Jets are fucking 4 and 1, 4 and 2. Like, we, we're 3 and 3. So we, we got to take these games and we can get them. No, anyway. I, completely, I completely agree with you there. I like. So the Bears haven't lost by. More than eight points, I don't think, except for against the Packers, that one game. And that game, me and Kyle talked about it a shitload, but there's a Justin Fields touchdown that was very much a touchdown that didn't get called. Um, so and, and then it was, it was a closer there, game than the score. And then the garbage anyway, time touchdown by Green Bay. Right, like that, that doesn't matter. Anyway, that was a closer game. One time that it's been more than eight points. So I kind of like the Bears to cover eight. Because I think it's going to be a super low-scoring game, so it's tough to cover eight in a low-scoring game. Like, it's not going to be a 20-3 to three game. So, I'm taking Bears to cover eight. Yeah, and honestly, I saw this this game. Can, I think this game can go one of, like, four or five ways. Like, I think that the Bears could win the game. I think the Pats could blow the doors off with the, with uh, Stevenson. Um I expect Stevenson to have big, big numbers. The Bears this do week. have an awful run defense. Yeah, the Bears' run defense has been is where they've really gotten eaten up this year. So um, I I'm all over Stevenson's props this weekend. Um, I think he's good for a touchdown. I think he's good for at least seventy yards, probably, um, maybe more. Um, you could probably even do an all-purpose yards um, prop with him. But that's why I stayed away from either team because I think that there's four or five different outcomes to this game that could happen. But I think the more likely one is the New England wins in a close, low-scoring game. CJ, let's hear it. What's the over/under on this game? Forty. Forty. 
Oh boy. Um. <clears throat> so, New England, Bill Belichick has never lost three games in a row. Not one time in his Not whole even with the Browns? <clears throat> As a pack. Okay. <laughs> never, never lost three games in a row. Um, Justin Fields, Lord. Uh, he's one and four against the spread when he plays a night game. He's the least profitable quarterback, profitable quarterback in prime time in the last 20 years. Uh, <laughs> I'm not making that up. I wish I was, uh, cause I like Justin Fields. Um, yeah, can, I cut you, can I cut you off real quick? You know, the Patriots won the last two times, right? You said Belichick's never lost three in a row. Oh, at home, at home. Okay. Sorry, sorry, right. sorry, sorry. Right. I was about to be <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, I get no, you. No, you're All good. Right. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Pats are – when they're favored by a touchdown, they win and they cover a lot. Um, I'm going to go New England minus eight. I, don't, it, I agree that it, it could be one of many outcomes, but – I just think the Pats are putting up points right now. With Bailey Zappi, their offense is hitting on all cylinders. Ramondre Stevenson looks like one of the better running backs in the league right now. Um, I, I don't think that this team, that the Bears are a really hard team for Bill to game plan against because they hey. – I, I'm just saying, man. I, I don't – I, 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 I wish it wasn't true, dude. I, I do. I fucking – I, I tried to find a way where I could I could take the Bears to cover eight because eight's a big line, um, and I, I just couldn't come up with one. So I, I I'm going to take one for you. Low scoring game. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it could be fucking nine to nothing. I don't care. I don't think that happens. New England minus eight, Dylan. Okay, now that I let you guys go in amateur hours, I'll fucking wait here. You guys fucking <laughs> Whatever, broke up. Dude. You guys broke amateur up. Hour. I, gave you, I gave you Fuck fucking you. nine stats that are great for New England. Shout, shout out CJ with the stats. It's still, it is still some Bush League shit. You guys broke out your fucking <laughs> abacus here, and you're fucking doing equations. Like this could be it could be a blow-the-doors-off game. It could be fucking a tight game. The Bears could cover. The under, we're going multiple ways here. It's New England minus eight. This is the easiest bet of my life. This is the easiest bet of my life. It's not. I want to change easy. my pick. I want it's to change my pick. It's the easiest. Oh. Just because he said that? That's fine. Yeah. No, Anytime he says that, it doesn't fucking happen. Fuck you. This True. is the easiest. This is the easiest. The Giants five and a half last week was one of the easiest bets of my life. And it fucking hit. Suck it, JB. Fuck, fuck the goddamn, goddamn purple birds. Fuck them. Listen. Listen <laughs> to me. Listen to Mr. October here. Somebody's got to bring the fire on this fucking shit. We'll go this way. We'll go this way. No, I'll plant my flag in the fucking ground. New England minus eight. Bailey Zappi is electric. This team is going to be even better with Mac Jones coming back because we have finally figured out, hey, let's throw the ball down the field and let our receivers try to get open. Tyquan Thornton is a huge deal. He's the rookie that ran the fastest in the fucking combine. He's finally healthy. He's starting now. He had two touchdowns last week, two touchdowns in his first fucking NFL game. This this brother is going to be something special for New England. He's going to be a Tyreek Hill speedster type of player. If Mac Jones can develop a consistent deep ball, the Pats are fucking back. I, I'm i not saying the Super Bowl. I, I could definitely see New England going to the playoffs right now with this offense that we have. I have to walk back a lot of shit here. I have to walk back my take on the, the fucking uh, Raiders. I have to walk back my take on Matt Patricia's offense because it's fucking hitting. I think they just need to, like you said, they unlock the offense, let Zachy throw all over that fucking Cleveland Browns team. 
Do the same, but with your first round quarterback. Do so, the same, but with Mac. But well, now, now we're talking hypotheticals in New England's future. New England minus eight, easiest bet of my life twice on Sunday. Three how times much did, on Monday. What was the score of that New England Cleveland game? Like 38, 15, 35, 15, something like that. 38 to so the, they, they covered eight against Cleveland, is what you're telling me? Yes. I, I love it against the Bears. Fuck them. Fuck the Bears. Than, eh, not more. Cleveland's a joke as well, though. Yeah, well, but they're, every they're, put, they're putting up way more points than the fucking Bears are right now. Yeah. Well, not last week. Um, I'm not worried about the Bears putting up points. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think the Pats are putting up fucking 30 against us. There's no, no way in hell that happens. Mm. The Bears have I, a good defense. They've got the best cover corner in the league at the moment. Jalen Johnson, you know what? he's allowed, like, what, two completions all year? Yeah. You know what, Dylan? Fuck them. <laughs> I, I right. love it. Why don't you I'm buy some win. more points? And if you're so sure about it, you little fuck, <laughs> you can't can't buy points on this, or I fucking would. I'd buy five of them. I don't. I let you. I mean, fuck. I could. I take New England minus ten. I say. I think I'm New England. Not, I'm I think not New England points. Here. I think New England routes this fucking game. I, dude, I don't, I don't think the Bears have a chance in hell in this game. I really New don't. England, no, New England is it. great. Yeah. They're great against the spread when they're favored by a touchdown. I'm telling they're, you, the Bears haven't been beat by more than eight yet, except for that one game against the Pats, which has an asterisk next to it. The most points they've given up is 26 points to the Packers. Well, that's fine. They're going to give up 20 this weekend and lose by 20. I mean, they're not. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a solo bet. This is, that is all right, all right. So hang on. This is a side bet that is not part of the fucking thing here. It's going to be we, me, me and CJ will Venmo you guys cash this hits. You guys Venmo us cash this is. Just Venmo us each fucking – we'll do $10. We'll $10 okay, wait. Fine. I can't fine. wait to go out to eat on Sunday. Now, here we go. No, For I'll fucking walk. $10? Where are you eating? A homeless <laughs> shelter? He, he like get out. Yeah, he, he gets your, some fucking Your rent's like $8,000 a month. You it's can't not buy a cheeseburger for 10 <laughs> You can't you buy a cheeseburger for like, $10. Bucks. You added like $6,400. You have to work 20 hours in the coal mine a day to pay the rent out there, <laughs> that fucking Palacio estate. <laughs> It's really not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that good. Okay, so the side bet is going to be this. And Enjoy CJ, your corn. You, you don't. We can we can negotiate price here. We we can negotiate we can negotiate points here. New England to cover twelve points. <laughs> I'm, no. in. I'm in. Let's, let's take, no, that's not happening. <laughs> let's bump it down. Let's bump it down to. We'll take a minus ten. I'm still in. That's I'm not happening. Okay. Okay. I'm comfortable at <laughs> 10, do 10. Let's do 10. All right, 10 points. Yep. All right. Okay. I'll Venmo. Yeah. That's are fun. Okay. This, this is fun. New England to cover 10. I'm all in on it. All in on it. Uh, mortal lock time. Uh, CJ, why don't you hit us with your fucking uh, mortal lock of the week? Oh, boy. Um, I kind of had a hard time with this one, too. I, I want to take Tampa Bay minus 11 against Carolina, but... I don't fucking trust them at all. Um, I'm going to take the over in the Giants-Jacksonville game. Okay. It's 42 points. They're they're both averaging – I mean, they're, they're both giving up a bunch of points. And for the most part, they're both scoring pretty well outside of the Jacksonville game when they played Houston. But they always play like shit against Houston. I don't know. I don't know why. But – um. Yeah, I mean Saquon. I don't see that defense stopping him really. 
the Giants being dogs is kind of weird in this to me. I, I'm not quite sure why they're three-point dogs in this. They um, fuck with people, which I'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, that's fine. I, I just think that, I mean, looking at that, if you're if you're on that Giants roster and you're five and one right now and you see going into Jacksonville, you're fucking three-point dogs, suck my ass, buddy. I will stick it up your ass. Um, both schedules are soft. So they, they both haven't really played a ton of good teams. Um, and I think this is kind of a weird game, but I mean, give me the fucking over 42 points is not high. So I'll take that all goddamn day. Big fan of that one. I'll go ahead and get into my mortal locks here, boys. There's a quarterback in the NFL who is electric, who is a fantastic quarterback for short spurts. He's never been given really the free range as a starter. Um, a certain man by the name of Carson Wentz is now injured, and he is now starting. <laughs> fucking Heineke died. Is fucking Taylor Heineke season, and guess who's coming to town? The limp dick ass Aaron Rodgers, ayahuasca, LSD, Lucy in the sky with diamonds ass motherfucker with a ridiculous ass haircut, and no one looks like a penguin. Listen, <laughs> this game, I am all over this fucking commander's game. I love the over. I love fucking the Commanders outright, but I fucking love Washington plus four and a half with Taylor Heineke starting here. Taylor Heineke in his career, I have his last five starts here. He, he The last two games are very ugly, but he's three and two against the spread. The last two are very ugly. I will say that. He's three and two against the spread easily. An easy three and two on the three games they covered his last three they played um, before the two that were garbage. Taylor Heineke is my favorite quarterback outside of Bailey. My top five quarterbacks right now are Bailey Zappi, Taylor Heineke, Mac Jones, Sam Darnold, and Russell Wilson. Because I love what shit. About, what about PJ Walker? Nah. What about him? <laughs> I, I, hey, we we thought we like we thought like week two season of the shit quarterback was fucking dead. Turns out it's always been the season of the shit quarterback. It was always the season of the shit quarterback. If your we name's knew we not, were right. If your name's not Lamar, Pat, Jalen. And fucking uh, Josh Allen, then this year, fucking shit quarterback or middle of the pack. So give me Taylor Heineke here, starting coming fresh off the bench. I think he's going to, him and Terry McLaurin's going to hook up. He always hyper targets Terry McLaurin. If you got McLaurin and fantasy or DFS, I am all over McLaurin this week. Shout out DFS Barn. He's a spoiler alert here. Might have to throw another pick here. Washington, four and a half. Commanders at home. Limp Dick Green Bay coming in. Lock it in. Love it. I'm going to go back to that Giants-Jacksonville game. Um, so, like I kind of mentioned, I think it could be a bit of a fucking trap. I think Vegas is playing with people. You would think the Giants being 5-1, and one, Jags losing three straight, and the Giants still being underdogs, you would think that would be easy fucking play. I'm going to take them at plus money on the money line. But, like I said a couple weeks ago about Detroit, if it seems too good to fucking be true – it's too good to be true. So I'm taking Jacksonville as the home favorite to snap their three-game losing streak because I think Vegas is fucking with people. And that is why I stayed away from the spread. <laughs> so let's hear okay, so before I give um, my lock of the week, which I think is an absolute lock <laughs> – don't you always? <laughs> um, 
Well, here recently, other than you know what, I I rode the Cowboys a little too long. Well, just a touch. Just a touch. And I would like to say to our audience, I never, ever, ever want to hear about my Dallas Cowboys bias again. I rode their dick until it until it landed me in the dirt. Um, With that being said, I'm taking the cap. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I do like the Cowboys this week, but that's not my lock. My lock is. I'm running, riding this fucking Geno train, boys. Oh, no. I, I almost took the Seattle to cover game, cover six. I like it. That's my lock of the week. Who are they playing? The Chargers? Chargers. Oh, all day. Yeah. Chargers. Let's go. Coming off that shit game against Denver. The Chargers I suck. mean, yeah. I mean, Justin Herbert's clearly hurt. You yeah. Get, I mean, there's times where he can barely throw a fucking ball. So, I, I think that pick is – I mean, it should – Seattle to cover is always a good pick. If they're dogs by almost a touchdown, I like Also, it. I think that this line just moved to it six did. because it was at seven when I was looking at it like five minutes ago. <laughs> Cut it in half. Call six and a half. I like – I don't care. I like the Seahawks to cover three and a half. Like, I, they're covering in this game. They probably win this game outright. I want to see P.J. Walker have his first – not PJ Walker. P. You know, the running back. Uh, Ken. Ken, uh, Ken Walker. Ken Walker. Yeah. I want to see Ken Walker have his first like I'm here game. Last couple of weeks, it's been Brees as the rookie. I want to see. I want to see Ken take the next step, go off a little bit. Uh, he had a good game last week. Yeah, but I want to see him go like 150. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Three tuds. Let's go. But yeah, I really like Seattle. Um, I like Seattle to cover the rest of the year. Honestly, <laughs> um, I do too. I mean, who I in like their division? Maybe sneak in as a seven seed in the playoffs too. Yeah, the way they're yeah. covering against teams, they're in. They're in almost every game. Uh, they got beat up a little bit last week, didn't they? Uh, they they lost by seven. Oh, okay. I thought, but, they and it was it was a game, lot tighter. So. Or they might they might have lost by nine, but it was a lot tighter than that. They were right. up with like four minutes left. Also, I'm really impressed with what Pete Carroll's done. You know, they lose their. All time yeah, quarterback, yeah. and they just plugged a new guy. Literally, system. Stop. <laughs> you know, I think there's a good chance uh, that that's true. I, I just, I, I think a lot of Russ's issues, like we said, deal to his men, his mental, and he's not completely focused on football. But okay, go Hawks. <laughs> I like where we're coming from there. Back on the Geno train. That was our week seven picks. I can't believe we're already seven weeks into this fucking season. Yuck. Time this has flies. been a really fun season so far. So, so far, so good. Like I was saying, a lot of parody in the league right now. There's like three teams that you can say are just horseshit. Uh, and everybody else, it's it's a fighting chance, except for the Bears this week. It's this, uh, no this, season, <laughs> this season. This season kind of reminds me of like that 2000. I think it was 2009 or 2010 season, that first year that – or the second year the the Sanchez went to the championship game. The Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got good teams all over the place. I'm not just saying that because the Jets are pretty good. Um, I think that, that every team has been competitive other than no, – Denver? Every, no, they're still competitive, <laughs> though. They're still I mean, they've losing won games by games. six I, points, you know. I know. Five points. They're – even though they're bad, 
They're in every game. (laughs) They're in every game, you know, and you see that across the board. I think the only team that has consistently gotten blown out is what Detroit. No, well, they. Well, here recently, recently, here recently, the last couple weeks, they've gotten beat up real bad. But um, and I don't. I hate the early season buy. I'm kind of fading the Lions the rest of the year. I hate the early season buy. I think they're going to be fucking tired the rest of the year. I love like the Bears have like a week ten, week eleven buy. Fucking love that. It's, it's a really like, good spot for I it. Hate yeah. the early buys. It, it did come in a good time for them. Though, for them, it, injuries it did. Good. But now I think that there's a good chance near the end of the year the injuries pile back up because you've got that you've got nothing but games the rest of the year. It's gonna be tough. Love it. Love all the picks. Bet all your money responsibly on our picks. JB's still hey, profitable, can, but not for long. So here's what we, we go. Can we talk about how everyone went two and two last week except for Jake? Hey. Oh no. Little off week. That's all right. We all we all went two and two. Your ass is all, Jake, all year. <laughs> Jake went was one and three. Week. Come on. And that's just I still what came out with a win. Fucking needed. <laughs> Oxic CJ is back. Absolutely. Shooting, shooting the shit time. We're going to take you guys into the cinema here and talk about some underrated movies that come to mind. Uh, I'll start off here. Oh, Kyle, you want to go? I know you're chomping the bit. Go I've ahead. got a good one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Den of Thieves. I love Den of that Thieves movie. Starring Gerard Butler. 50 um, Cent. 50 Cent. Um, also... Uh, Leave Shriver's brother. I, I can't. I don't know the dude's name, but he's been yeah. in a bunch of stuff. But he's in it. He's awesome. It's just like bank robbers and like crooked cops and dirty cops. It's just fun. Gerard Butler plays the best alcoholic crooked cop you've ever seen. He's not even movie. a crooked cop. He's just a mean cop. Just a <laughs> drunk and a fucking asshole. Loves to use his power. Like whenever it's so he- good. Uh, the scene where he goes to uh, his ex's dinner party or whatever, yeah, and like signs the divorce papers there, and he's just been a complete <laughs> cock, just a fucking dick move the <laughs> yeah. whole way. That movie's on Netflix right now. You can watch it if you Dude, want. It's great. So free. Hard recommend. Um, I've got another one, but if you guys wanted, you just go around the around the old campfire here. Let's talk. Do about that, that, and we'll do a round two because I've got, I've got two. Somebody else go because mine's fucking just. I'll go, but I don't have a whole lot on this one. I'm not. I'm not as big of a movie guy as some of you guys are, but I don't even know if this one's underrated. It's not that underrated. A lot of people love it, but Uncut Gems. Me and Kyle were talking about it the other day with Adam Uncut Gems is solid. I love that movie. Super and underrated. Not it's a lot of underrated for Sandler too. You yeah. don't hear about that being one of his better movies, but yeah. that's a good movie. The thing about it's, Sandler is he is legitimately a terrific actor. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whenever he fucking tries. Literally, um, my favorite part about that it was getting a lot of Oscar buzz, and then he didn't get nominated, and he said. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go make the worst movie I've ever made, <laughs> and he did because he's got a contract with Netflix. I think that was yeah, could be Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you guys I, I seen that? that? No, I have. Oh, I, yeah, because it's... I know what he did, so I, I I purposely didn't watch it. I knew that he was making a terrible movie. But yeah, he's it's funny though because it's you know it's yeah that's why <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. He said if I don't get if I don't get nominated. I'm going to make the worst movie ever made. <laughs> 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 I 
Dude, and also, like, with Sandler, if if it's a serious movie, I feel like it just doesn't get the pop that, you know, yeah. like, like fucking Waterboy or, you know, yeah, whatever. You know, shit like he's that. He's so like, good in serious stuff. Uh, yeah. Think about and his people movie, just don't know people, that. Where he's the comic who gets cancer. Yeah. Um, uh, the Cobbler. Uh, there's that. There's also, um, oh, God, what's it called? He plays, like, a super, like depressed guy in in one he uh they made he made like a 9-11 movie where like his family died in 9-11 or something like that and he's just like mm-hmm. super fucked up and like doesn't want to deal with his trauma and don Cheadle is like his best friend in it super good hey you know what fuck it there's another underrated movie <laughs> i can't think of the name of it but he i know that on like the art he's got like long curly hair and he's wearing like headphones <laughs> or he could just Julie search noted. like Adam Sandler Don Cheadle movie because I'm pretty sure it's the only movie they ever made. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> the fucking one-off. Uh, so for my first underrated movie, I have several, but for the first one, I'm gonna go with uh, Kick-Ass. Remember that fucking movie? With the fucking, oh yeah, that yeah. that's a really good fucking movie. Nicholas Cage is Big Daddy as fucking <laughs> Girl's fucking dad. This fucking dickhead decides to get uh, go buy some scuba gear and start fighting crime. And he's like, oh, I'll make a MySpace page. What's your name, son? I'm Kick-Ass. That's his fucking name. I'm all about that because that's some shit I would do if I was 16 in New York City. i go buy a fucking wetsuit and be like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking wetsuit man. I'm fucking uh, Sir Whoop-Ass and just fucking start fighting crime. It's you'd just rip off, you'd rip off Sandler and just be Scuba Steve? And scuba Steve? <laughs> I, yeah, it, it, it's it's a good it's a good movie. Go back and watch it. It got it's got a lot of cult status. Like it won like an MTV Movie Award, but it didn't yep. do sh- it didn't do shit anywhere else. It's a great movie. Also, another fuck movie. It's a train wreck franchise, but Jason Statham and Crank. Oh I think, man, I, think I love the Crank, Crank movies. Should be national fucking treasures. <laughs> love Crank. Wait, these are national fucking treasures. Fast and Furious saga. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Come on. listen, they're listen, bad movies. They're... But it doesn't matter. They're true. It does not matter. They're just got so much fucking... fun. And I can't wait for the 10th one whenever John Cena gets to be a good guy. They're doing the right? same fucking arc they did with Statham with Cena. It's so funny and very, yep. very predictable. <laughs> yeah, but think about that. Think about those movies. You've got Vin Diesel, Paul Walker for the first few. R.I.P., uh, homie. Six. Yeah, R.I.P., whatever. Uh, then, then you fucking, it starts to die out and you just say, you know what? Let's throw a fucking, let's throw the fucking rock in there. Yeah, see how that goes. From, it went from VCRs and DVD players to literally international spies. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. You see, American you Dream. That? I, you can talk all the shit you want, but if I if you come over to my place and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna throw on a Fast and Furious movie, you're gonna fucking sit there and watch it with me. I Absolutely. guarantee. They're fucking great. Every one of them's great. So I can't stand Michelle Rodriguez's acting. She's legitimately one of the worst actresses yeah. I've ever seen in anything. I agree with that. Yep. Um, but like, I, every time she tries to do like an emotional scene, I just like roll my eyes. It's so yeah, I ca- bad. But it I, I kind of wish it. she would have stayed dead. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think the only reason she came back was no, no, Paul Walker hadn't died yet. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Those are great. Um, yeah. Who's next? I think I'm the only one left. I'm going to go with one that you all know that I love. Uh, and I have a horrible time getting people to watch it. Uh, the Crow. I knew you were going with that. 1991, <laughs> homie. Uh, 
Brendan Lee fucking died while they were making it. Someone shot him with a real gun that wasn't supposed to be real. So uh, not cool. Um, but uh, he plays a, a guy that uh, got murdered um, by a bunch of gangsters and shit. Uh, they killed his wife or his fiance and him, and then he comes back from the dead and fucking kills them all. And it's fucking great. The comedy is perfect. Um, I mean, the special effects suck because it was like 1991. But <laughs> I mean, you got to take the factors into account, right? But it's I mean, another one of those. Why he died? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but it's another one. Of the, it's a cult classic. Um, it, it doesn't get a lot of like rave reviews, but. Uh, I could literally watch it on repeat and never get tired of it. Dylan, I know uh, Laney loves that movie too. Mm-hmm. So that was another factor why I picked it. I, but... do, have, I do have one last one. Because <laughs> I'm okay. I listen, got another one after that one too. Dude, I'm uh, always watching and... something. Like I play <laughs> video games and then I have something on my laptop just playing. Yeah. Me and Kyle, when we lived together, we would just talk about movies for like fucking nine hours. <laughs> Yeah, we, we watched the movie pretty much every night. Uh, that Stone Cold movie. We had like a fucking two-hour conversation about it. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> it, it It's not a bad movie. It really isn't. No. It's pretty good. For a um, WWE production? Yeah. yeah. Pretty solid. Um, so I'm a sucker for like rom-coms. Love a good rom-com. My favorite rom-com of all time is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, um, that's an easy one. Um. I don't know if it's necessarily underrated. I just wanted to talk about it. No, it's, it's a so great good. Movie. I'm, I, I identify with Jason Siegel in pretty much anything he's been in. I identify with him as Marshall. I identify with him in this movie. Like, you just get completely shit on, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go on vacation, get away from it all. Fucking here's this cunt. <laughs> this bitch is fucking here. I wish I wasn't wearing this fucking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> if you need if you need some good comedic relief, yes. uh, it is fucking very solid. Paul Rudd's in it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so like I beat somebody up with what? a starfish. That's ridiculous. That How old weird. are you, man? I don't know, man. I, I stopped keeping track like 20 years ago. But if so I, I had guess to put I'd a number like... on it, I guess I'd say I'm 40? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, um, my my honorable mention is an animated movie. Ooh. Uh, fucking Shark Tales. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dude, I fucking love Shark Tales. It's got Will Smith in it. Uh, he plays a fish that just fucks up everything he does, and then he fucking <laughs> saves the day. It's Bro, fucking great. If you want to talk about animated movies, I could watch all three of the Cars movies. All the time. I, I like the first Me one. and my nephew used to literally just sit every day and watch Cars. I remember one night, it was around <laughs> dinner time, I turned Cars on for him, I'm laying on the couch, and he goes off and does something. About 15, okay, I'm gonna. I'm not going to lie, about 45 minutes go by, and I realize he's no longer in the room, and I just say out loud to myself, why the fuck am I still watching this? <laughs> but oh, they, they just shit. suck you in. They're so, they're fun. Owen Wilson's great in it. Uh, freaking Larry the Cable Guy as Mater. Like, it's great. Family fun for the kids. Love Wilson, it. family fun. You come on I'm to the pod and get the family watching. stuff. Love it. JB, did you throw out some movies? Yeah, I just threw out one. I didn't have much research on this one, but Uncut oh. Gems was mine. 
Oh yeah, that's right. It's yeah, not sorry. really underrated though, but I would say that it is. Not a lot of people talk about it anymore. Yeah, it is it's underrated. Yeah, and as far as Sandler movies go, like oh, said, absolutely underrated. Yeah. Well, that was a fun topic to discuss. I'm glad we fucking did that. Might have to swing back around for more movie discussion and uh, uh, fucking two beers and fucking getting weird. So <laughs> we are desperately out of time here as we approach the late hour. Um, getting weird coming down the pipe. Make sure you check out the boys here soon. Uh, CJ hits with the outro and we'll get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, I mean, same deal as always. Go check out the girls, RBF, Two Dumb Witches, both killing it, by the way. Um, all the episodes are great. Uh, go check out the socials. It's pretty much all at Shitpost Media. Uh, me and Dylan are going golfing this weekend again. Uh, we're going to play the old Dirty Weem, uh, Weematuck in Cuba, Illinois. So we'll be putting up at least one video about that. Uh, I think I'm, I, I have a, a, like a portable mic. Um, I think I'm going to play one hole where I'm just mic'd up the whole time. And it's just going to be me fucking yelling at myself. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is fine. Uh, me, Kyle, you got something? Yeah, me and JB might actually get out on the golf course this weekend. Hell yeah. Send me some videos. I'll put them on the TikTok. All right. Sure. Um, and we'll, we'll get, we'll get a bunch of content out of this weekend. Okay. Um, just lastly, for getting weird, I, I don't think we've posted anything about the topic, but since we're dropping it on, um, or maybe we did talk about the topic, we're going to do we, ghosts. Yeah, we're, we're doing ghosts. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to do ghosts. Each of uh, The way we're going to kind of throw it out there is each of us are going to bring a spooky story, and then we're just going to talk about spooky stuff and ghosts and spirits and, you know. I have a... Uh, you're a real fake. So, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll all be hot as fuck. Um, I have a, a spooky story from my wife's dad that kind of blows my mind. I'm not entirely sure if it's real, but, uh, if it is, it's wildly fucked up. I think we're going to do this every year where we do like a spooky ghost type, um, thing. And, uh, I've got a guest for next year who has one of the scariest ghost stories I've ever been told. Yeah. And then after this week, I mean, we're probably only going to put out like what one a month. Yeah, we're just going to do monthly. Um, and then, but I, we're going to hit like some fucking, uh, like some Bigfoot shit, uh, some, you know, some of the, some of the more normal stuff uh, that people talk about, like some cryptid shit, uh, which will be, yeah, aliens, that'll Absolutely. be fucking cool. And we're, we're not going to shy away from conspiracy theories. We'll have no, some no, shows. Yeah. We, we want to be, we're, we're bringing Dylan on for conspiracy theories. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what is nope. said. You can said deny nope. all you want, but if we're talking about JFK, you're fucking in. Nope. Um, yeah, man, just go check out everything. We're, tr- we're trying to get uh, the ball rolling on all of our socials, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, stay fresh, cheese balls. Cheers, boys. Later.